0: that the path to building a business is pretty treacherous right it's tough to come out of your safe secure turtle shell and expose yourself and all your flaws your quirks your brokenness to the world and leave yourself open to rejection criticism and disconnection from the group only to have it not work anyway Hey, I'm Jill Wright, Life, Money, and Connection Coach, and welcome to Connect the Dots, a podcast that helps you connect to a profit with a purpose. I am known as the Money Mindset Coach and an expert in detecting scarcity thinking. Scarcity thinking, in a nutshell, is focusing on what you don't have, what you won't get, or what you'll lose. It's focusing on what you're not doing, what's not working, or what you can't do. Can you relate What I learned as a money mindset coach, coaching clients, coaching peers, and coaching myself, is that money mindset is really part of a larger problem of connection. When I was building my business the way I was, air quotes, supposed to, I found myself largely not profitable. And not only that, I didn't feel like I was fulfilling my highest purpose or my highest potential. I thought I was missing something within me, as a business owner, I thought I was what was lacking. But what was missing was nothing more than connection. You don't lack knowledge, expertise, experience. You don't lack money, time, energy, focus, even discipline. You don't lack purpose, potential, direction, creativity. You lack nothing but connection to any of these. In Connect the Dots podcast, we'll explore all of these and many more aspects of connection. And not just in your business, but in your life, as well as the connection between your life and your business. Because that's a very important connection as well. Because what I learned is that every problem I coach on comes down to connection. I'm so excited to share this journey with you. Let's take the first step toward connecting you with yourself your message, your people, and your purpose so that you can connect the dots on your path to fulfilling your mission in the world. Just a note, This podcast is for educational purposes and nothing in these episodes is intended as a replacement for or substitute for therapy, counseling, or medical advice. Please seek the help of a trained and licensed professional for your help with your specific situation. Let's get started. Welcome to the first episode of Connect the Dots. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Joe Wright, I'm your Connection Coach. Now the new year is certainly a time for reflecting on last year and trying to figure out what you want to do for this year because we hopefully learned some lessons, had some takeaways, had some wins from last year and we really want to take account of those and take into the new year the things that worked, the things we enjoyed, the things that we want to keep doing, the things we want to do more of. We also want to let go of the things that didn't work, the, um, the lessons that didn't serve us, (laughs) uh, the habits that we want to stop, um, and start fresh, um, trying to do things better this year, right? We all want to improve from one year to the next. So I love Stacey Bayman's questions. You know, what went well? What didn't go well? What would you have done differently? Um, But I like to add on to those because when I ask what went well, I want to know why, what about it went well Uh, so that I can take that specific thing, I can amplify um, the thing that, that did work and be very specific about it. What didn't go well? Why didn't it work? What would have made it work better? So I like to ask lots of, lots of follow-up questions around those questions. How would you have done it differently? Why would you have done it differently? How would you implement that change in the new year? And what's it going to take? What activities, what mindsets, what skill sets, um, or is it going to take, to do that differently. Um and then taking that information and using it to inform the plan and the goals for the new years um for the new year. But I find that a lot of my clients just don't like setting goals at all and feels like they feel like it's a bit traumatizing that puts a lot of pressure on them and I've noticed this in the past for myself and actually very recently, I've noticed that setting deadlines puts that pressure on me. I don't mind goals. um, But it, I find deadlines put a lot of pressure on me. And, and the other thing this week, I noticed that On Mondays, I have a lot of pressure and anxiety because I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get it right this week. And it's funny that I've never noticed that before. I've always noticed that I didn't like Mondays. But this week, I actually started to understand why I don't like Mondays or why I have anxiety around Mondays is because I'm afraid I'm going to disappoint somebody. I'm, going to, I'm afraid I'm going to disappoint myself. And so a lot of people feel that same way about goals. And the other thing that I realized this week is the reason that a lot of people struggle with goals and why I struggle with Mondays is that goals don't make you valuable. I think that's why people struggle with setting goals. Or when they do set goals, they avoid them, they procrastinate. Um, emotionally, they tie their goals to their value. So if their goal isn't big enough or good enough, then they're not valuable. Or if they don't achieve their goal, they're not valuable. Um, and I, I have done this without even realizing it. And actually, I never thought that I did this. But this insight came to me as I was preparing this podcast. So this is fresh out of my brain, fresh insight. <laughs> it, it feels like I should have, you know, one of those ticker tapes running across the bottom of the the podcast uh, little thing timeline. Uh, but I haven't, like I said, I haven't had a lot of discomfort around goals, but I also haven't achieved very many of my goals. And like the goals that I have set, I haven't achieved very many of them. And I realized as I was writing down what I wanted to share today on this podcast about goals, about red goals specifically, and I'll tell you what red goals are in a minute. But I what I wanted to share uh, as I was preparing to do this podcast is I realized that I was tying my value to my goals subconsciously I believed I wasn't valuable and I had this insight uh, while I was on my out of business experience my sabbatical break I had I had this um this awareness around that I believed I wasn't valuable. And I feel like this was a nervous system belief. You know, this was this was something that was happening in my nervous system, but it was subconscious. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I want to call it an emotional belief, but that's my term. I don't know if that's a real thing or not, but that's what I'm calling it, an emotional belief. It wasn't something that I was conscious of or aware of. Um, it wasn't an intellectual Belief, because I could say I believe that I'm valuable, and it would feel true when I said it. And I know most of you probably know what I'm talking about, where you believe it intellectually, you believe it when you can say it, but you don't live it out. Um, so I could say that I'm valuable, and it would feel true when I said it, but my behavior and other clues might point to a different underlying belief, and another underlying belief that would also feel true so you can't just look at the thought line um I think you have to look at how that thought feels how it when you say it when you start walking it out how it feels um how you act does that do those actions line up with you believing that Usually they don't do the results line up with you believing that. So a lot of times they don't. So look at other indicators. Um, whenever you notice contradictions between what you say or what you think you believe um, and how you're feeling or what you're doing or what you're getting, those are clues that lead us to our subconscious. Because until we bring them, those subconscious beliefs, those underlying beliefs like when I was believing I wasn't valuable to our uh, awareness, to our consciousness through building awareness around them, asking questions, noticing how our body responds, observing our own behavior without judgment, observing our results, taking inventory. Until we bring those to our subconscious, I mean to our consciousness, we can't change the subconscious belief because it's in our subconscious but your goals don't make you valuable. Setting goals doesn't make you valuable and not setting goals doesn't make you less valuable. The goals you set, you know, I think it's pretty popular, um, in the online world to shame someone for not setting big enough goals. And I, I do believe that setting goals bigger than we can imagine that We can achieve does help us think at a different level helps us think at a higher level helps us bring up the stuff that we need to work on to become the person that achieves that goal helps us see beyond our limitations but I don't believe that there is a wrong way to set goals I don't think that I can tell somebody you didn't set a big enough goal now, if I've been working with them and I know their limiting beliefs and I know what they want, I can tell them you're not setting big enough goals because I'm their coach. I can, I can tell them that because I know that there's, you know, I can see the inconsistencies. I can see where they're not living up to what they've told me their potential is. And so, but I can't look at somebody that I'm not coaching and say, oh, you're not setting a big enough goal. That's, that's not an impossible goal. So it's not big enough or whatever, right? The right way is the way that works for you for now. And achieving goals does not make you valuable just as not achieving your goals doesn't make you less valuable or less worthy. So I did want I didn't plan when I thought of this podcast topic, I didn't plan to talk about this, but once I it came to my awareness, I couldn't not talk about it because I think this is happening for a lot of people. Cuz when I believed I wasn't valuable and when I tied being valuable to achieving my goals, I didn't actually achieve my goals, which only proved the belief that I'm not valuable. Because I was tying the two things together. And but the reason I didn't achieve my goals is because it didn't align with my underlying belief. And because if if I wasn't valuable unless I achieved my goals and I didn't believe I was valuable, then I couldn't achieve my goal because then I would be lying to myself because then I would be valuable, even though I thought I wasn't valuable. So I couldn't achieve my goals, right? It would, would have been a, against um, what I believed. So, but now that I've uncovered that underlying belief, it'll be interesting to see what happens this year with the way I set goals, which I haven't done yet, right? I'm gonna be doing this setting goals right along with you. <laughs> uh, and with the way that I approach achieving those goals once I do set them. Now, like I said, I wasn't planning to talk about all that in the episode, but yeah, look what happens when you follow your heart. That is one of my intentions and one of my goals this year. And that is my word of the year is to be more wholehearted, to bring all of me, my heart, mind, soul, my mess, every part of me to everything I do, my insights, my wisdom. That's what I feel like I bring to the table. Uh, when it comes to coaching my clients. Um, and by the way, speaking of word of the year, if you haven't chosen your word of the year, there are lots of ways to do that. I actually have a word of the year worksheet you can use, and you can get it on my Instagram page, uh, Jill Wright Coaching, or you can just go to Jill Wright slash bracelet to download the worksheet and as a bonus once you've chosen your word of the year you can email it to me at jill at jillwrightcoaching.com or just reply to the email you get when you sign up for your free bracelet and i'll send you a bracelet you can use as a reminder of your word of the year and your intention for 2023 if you want to put your goal on there you can put your goal on your bracelet that's fine but for goal setting i also have a worksheet and you can download that by clicking on the link in the show notes, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Or you, again, you can go to Jillwrightcoaching.com/podcastresources, all one word, and that will give you access to any resources I mention on future podcasts. So that out of the way, I like to set red goals, and it's R E D and I'll tell you what that stands for, but this is what I use with my clients. I like the flexibility and the freedom that I feel, um, from setting multi-level goals. And that's what red, uh, goals are. They're multi-level goals. So what does red stand for? Red stands for, um, realistic, expansive, and delusional. R, R stands for realistic. And so this is a goal that's pretty much assured. Either you've already achieved this previously, so you know you can do it, you know how to do it. It's not a real stretch for you to believe you're achieve, um, that you'll achieve the goal. It's almost like guaranteed. And and the guarantee or the belief is not necessarily about circumstances or facts. It's really more about how you feel about it. Does it feel realistic? Does it feel pretty much guaranteed? It could be if I do the same thing I did the last year with the lessons I've learned, who I've become, how I've grown, it makes sense that I would make the same plus 10, 20, 30% more just by doing what I know works for me. So that would be a realistic goal. It might be bigger than you've done before, but it makes sense based on what you've done before. So hopefully that makes sense. So the E in red stands for expansive. That's a goal that's bigger than what I've ever done before, bigger than what I think I could easily reproduce. Um, It requires growth, expansion. It's possible, but it doesn't feel like it will be easier automatic. So that's expansive. And so that might be like double what you did last year, or it might be triple what you did last year. Just depends on how you feel about it. Expansive is like, doesn't feel easy. Feels like I really will have to stretch myself in order to do it. I can see the how, but the how looks hard. So that's expansive. D in red stands for delusional. And this is what some people might call the impossible goal. I want to achieve it. Like this would be my dream to achieve this goal, but I can't see how this could possibly happen for me this year. Maybe I can see it 10 years from now, but this year, not a chance. Um, And if I achieve this, it would feel absolutely insane. It would feel like a miracle. That's why it's called delusional. So that's the essence of red goals. So when you download the the worksheet, that's what you're going to be doing is setting the red goals. I personally like to set goals based on what I most want. And that could be money, that could be clients, that could be growth. It really can be anything. But it really better be something you're (laughs) super excited about and something you want to have no matter what. Something that is going to, your desire for that thing is going to drive you through the hard times. Um, That's why I said something you want to have no matter what. I like to think about how it would feel when I get that thing. Am I going to be super excited? Is it going to make me want to jump up and down? Is it going to make me Want to call my five most favorite people? How am I going to feel when I get that thing? If you're kind of lukewarm when you think about that, that's probably not the right goal for you. That you probably don't want it bad enough. I like to have plenty of options for creating excitement and getting lit up about my goal. So when I think about what goal I want to set, you want to have plenty of opportunities of ways you can think about you know what can get me excited because um, there's there will be days when you don't feel like doing it you will there will be days when you don't feel like showing up and so maybe having little goals along the way that lead to that bigger goal that you can celebrate all along the way that might help keep your fire lit Right? So you're going to need that fire. So make sure you have plenty of matches handy to light that fire whenever it goes out. I feel like we all need like an Olympic torch. <laughs> the, you, you know, the Olympic torch, it never goes out through the entire Olympics. The torch never goes out. Even when they're sleeping at night, the torch doesn't go out. And I think we all need that kind of fire for our business so we can get relit uh, whenever our flame dies down because you know, sometimes our flame dies down, but go download your red goals, you know, go get your matches ready to get your fire lit up about your goals this year and to keep on hand when that fire dies down. But go get your red goals worksheet. Again, just go to Jill Wright coaching slash podcast resources. I'll have the link for you in the show notes, get your road goals worksheet, and let me go, let me know what goals you're setting for this year, this quarter, this month, this week. Tell me what you're lit up about. And I'll see you next week on Connect the Dots. What is one simple thing that you're going to take away and do as a result of listening to this episode? I would love to hear all about that. So just shoot me a DM or an email, jill at JillVarnetcoaching.com. You know, I see all these gorgeous, amazing coaches out there just wanting to do meaningful work in the world, just make a contribution in their own unique way. And it really fills me up to be able to witness this on a daily basis and just Be part of that community just because I have access to this community. Now I want everyone in that community to thrive and experience the satisfaction of fulfilling their highest purpose and their highest potential. That's why I'm creating a community specifically focused on being the best community for the things I value most. And some of those things are love, connection safety and security authenticity the ability to come in bms to be vulnerable and not have to worry about that being used against you a community that provides support not just from the leader or the creator or the founder of the community but from every member of the community a community that gives you the ability and empowers you to lead in your own unique strengths That empowers you with the ability to ask for help without shame or judgment. That empowers you with the ability to protect others and the guarantee that you'll be protected by others in the community. So a community that's willing to to police and protect its members. I am investing time to learn how to build such a community, a community that demonstrates those values that I talked about. And I want your input, I would love 30 minutes of your time to discuss with uh, me, this community that I want to build one on one. So it's just you and I, you have I you know, promise complete confidentiality. I would love to hear what you loved about communities you've been a part of, what you didn't love, what you would like to see that you haven't yet found in any of the communities you've belonged to. In exchange, I'm happy to offer you a 30-minute coaching session to work on anything you need or want. Just some ideas about what that might be, Brainstorm an idea or an offer that you have in mind. Get coaching on an area where you're experiencing lack or fear or disconnection. Collaborate on any topic of interest, you know, whether it's just an intellectual conversation or whether it's an area that is of interest to you and you just want to get another perspective. Or you can just have a private Q&A session with me. You can ask me anything. I'm pretty much an open book. So click in the link in the show notes to schedule the time to chat with me about how to create the best community for coaches and service-based entrepreneurs. Just want to thank you in advance for your help. And I will see you on the next episode of Connect the Dots.